Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Pen Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> Jesus, Mikey. You're turning into such a pitch man. You must be raking it in with all these sponsors. I mean, first my pillow, Dr. Leonard. Now you've got, oh, and Grandma's Coffee Cake. And now Pro Automotive. So why can't we get any better Castiglioki songs for crying out loud? Jesus, Mikey. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. You know, some people, they, they get something for free and they still complain. You know, that uh, that little bit of audio came courtesy of Speakpipe. Speakpipe. Speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast, where you, too, can leave a message. <laughs> How do you do that, though, Smitty? The host of the show. Well, you go on to Speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast, and you press leave a message. It's that simple. It's that simple. Speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. What do you think of that? You know, I, what I think about is that, that you know, uh, we give this as a service. This is a free podcast. Yes. You don't have to pay. There's no paywall. No, this is 100% free. You can do this for absolutely free. No apps, no nothing. Just right. log in, leave your message for the host of the show. You know, SpeakPipe Mike is Adams. a great thing. That's a great thing because then, then they can comment, uh, f- leave us a comment, but we don't actually have to talk to them. You don't have to talk back. <laughs> it's a sack. Which is funny. Mm. Uh, by the way, SpeakPipe reminds me that when I was like three, yeah. You know what I called uh, my my unit? A pee-pee pipe. My, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you have to have some innocent name for it. You can't say, my tool, my Johnson over here. You got to say, my pee-pee pipe. Like, a, it's a kid thing. Right? Yes, but speak pipe reminds me of that. Speak pipe. Well, there you go. Yeah. Talk oh. into the microphone. Jeez. Oh, it's time to start. Yeah, that's thing. a great advertising. Hey, speak pipe. You remind me of my dick from yeah, when I was I three. No, well... <laughs> That's the short version. Uh, and now, I'm going to do this officially here. Because we're recording. Ben's back. Yeah, you made me laugh. Yeah, finally, we can get another YouTube video up there because Ben's finally back. Yeah, it's true. Jesus. <laughs> did I miss I went to Florida, too. Did I miss a podcast? No, but you did. Yeah, I did. See? You see <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? He just validated what I said. That's right. <laughs> and now, the Planet Mikey podcast, brought to you by... In living color, by the way, by Pro Automotive of Webster and Dudley, Massachusetts, working hard every day to earn your business. Now, for whatever ails your vehicle, Pro Automotive has the cure. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't very echoey. Okay. Pro Automotive has the cure. That's better. Yeah. He's a little slow on the reverb today, isn't he? That's your fault. We're also brought to you by My Grandma's Coffee Cake. You heard the guy in the Speak Pipe intro. Yes. We got, we've had some fabulous advertisers. Remember the Reach Around Massage Parlor? Are they still with us? Are they ever. Okay. Woo! <laughs> you can stop now. We're doing the podcast. <clears throat> anyway, My Grandma's Coffee Cake is without a doubt the finest on earth. I don't care who says whatever. That's right. We could have one of those contests. Get a, a blind guy. Yes. And sit him down here and put two coffee cakes in front of him. If it was, you know, let's brand X. Yes. And my grandma's. And every single time my grandma's coffee cake would win the taste test. Well, you know, it's not like Coke and Pepsi where you know, Pepsi won 30% and you know, whatever. No. Every single time they would say, oh, that's the better cake without question. And then we give them one say, now get the hell out of here. <laughs> Here's your cake. Now ditch. Screw. See you later. 
<clears throat> I'm your host, Michael K. Adams, and I'm starting to put the K in the middle now to give me more credibility, I yeah. guess. People always ask me on Twitter, how come you're a full-grown man and they call you Mikey? Oh. <laughs> Have you listened to him? So you're Michael K. now? Yes. Well, just for the purposes of uh, M.K. Adams. M.K. Adams. That was my dad, too. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to add some credibility to both you guys. Your nickname is Benjamin Netanyahu Kitchen. How's that? I don't love it. It's a little wordy. It's a little, wordy, bit, it's a little, little mouthy. It's a little unwieldy. BB um, Kitchen. <laughs> a little, a little too Israeli I'm for me. I'm going to call you BB. BB. And then. Glad you, glad you don't know my actual middle name. Billy Bad Boy Smith. <laughs> That's me. I'm Bad Boy. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out yeah, there. Okay. You guys can have you can have a say in this. They're they're your nicknames. I'll take Bad Boy. Uh, I had a very eventful week. So did Ben, but we're not going to hear about his because he missed the show last week. Yeah. Aww. Tell us about your week, Mike. I had airport hell. Air. Uh, what happened? He turned, he turned your mic off. I didn't do anything. He yeah, didn't he did. like the way you were treating me. He said, no more. Airport Thanks, hell. I had airport <laughs> hell. All right. Where do you want me to start? How about <laughs> Logan? Logan's good. All right. I'm flying down Wednesday to the 8th of February to see my friend Billy. By the way, it's his birthday today. Happy, He's happy birthday, Billy. Yep. He's got a birthday today, and uh, he listens to the podcast, so let's all be nice. Well, how what could you else be with Billy? It's Billy. <laughs> but his birthday, and when I flew down there, because we do it every year, we get to play golf and stuff like that. It's a great thing. More about that in a moment. But let me tell you about the airport hell. I go to Logan, and I'm like, I'm right on time. I'm doing this thing. I'm going to go in there, fly to you know, JetBlue. You followed the rules. Yeah. yeah. It's Terminal C. And I go, okay, I'm going to go to Central Parking and pay the outrageous fucking fare on that. I agree. Because it is. It's it's outrageous for four days' worth of – it's a lot of money. It's just to rent but a I, little space. Know, once a year, so what? You know, I'm going to – so I go there, and it, it says full. Central parking is full. Mm. You can't park there. So I pull in. The guy goes, gives me a thing to put on my windshield. So yeah, go over to the economy lot. What's this thing for my windshield? I could go on the economy lot by myself. So I go to the drive. You know, it's quite a drive to the economy lot too. It's not just right there next to the other one or nearby. Not only that, but getting to it at Logan Airport is an amazing trip, isn't it? Yeah, Mm. it is. It's like, oh, oh God, I'm almost in Chelsea. (laughs) And I hated it. So I drive there. I said, plus, it can mess up your schedule. So I find the economy lot, and then I go in there, and that that's almost full. I had to go to the very up, 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 up to the top level, the roof level. Mm. And I find a spot way in the back of the roof level, and I'm like, this blows. <laughs> so I get out, and I got my bag, and I'm walking, 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 walking forever to get to the elevators. Then you got to wait, wait, wait for the elevators mm. with a bunch of other assholes. You don't know who they are, but they're just as pissed as you. <laughs> Then you go down four flights to the main. Then you got to go wait for the shuttle bus. Now you wait for the shuttle bus. The bus comes. You get on, and then they have to wait till it's full. So all this time is going by. I'm going, what the hell? Finally, it's sort of full enough for the guy to take us to our destinations, the uh, the terminals. Yep. Terminal C, of course, is like the almost the last one to go. To. Ah, God damn it! I didn't bargain for this. And you know, it's forty four dollars a night. It's still even even with all that. Uh, I don't know, uh, time-wasting going yeah. on, I guess. Uh, you still have to pay big money. Insult to injury. Yeah. Yep. So I pay the thing. I go in the plane. We get, okay, on the way down, no problem. JetBlue was only a half hour late getting off the runway. Mm. 
Oh, you're lucky. Mine was an this, hour. <laughs> this day and age, that's not bad. <clears throat> so I fly to Florida. Everything's fine. Now we had a great time. Golf, dinners, you know. See, my friend Billy, who he grew up in the restaurant business, and he knows what a good steak tastes like and where it is. Yeah. And in Naples, Florida, it's expensive to eat. The, the restaurants are great. And we went out and had steak dinner every night, and I came back six pounds heavier. Oh. <laughs> I did. Six pounds heavier. And by the way, I played golf really shittily. So I couldn't swing. I think it was because I was a little too fat. That probably. That will affect your uh, your swing. So this is what happens on the way back. So we had a nice visit. Oh, everything's great. And I, I get to the airport early, 1250 for a 150 flight. Everything's fine in Fort Myers. I get on the plane. Oh, wait. As I'm getting on the plane. Now, I, I travel light. I don't check bags. I, t- I do it all in one bag, and I carry it on so I can go bing, bing, in and out of the airport. I'm getting on the plane, and the guy said, the, the stupid flight attendant, who is a moron, has, no, you got to go back. We don't have any room in the overhead bins. you got to check those. I said, well, it's a carry-on. No, we couldn't, I couldn't get on the plane. I had to give my bag to the person, you know, outside the gate there and say, say here, this goes with the other look. So now I'm like, okay, that means i got to wait when I get to the to Logan for the carousel, and I was pissed about that. So I get it. I sit down in my seat, JetBlue, and I, you know the reason I fly JetBlue is because it has a TV screening for three hour flight. It keeps you occupied. Sure. Mine was busted. Nothing. <laughs> it was a totally blank screen. Didn't work. So I'm, I'm already pissed. Then they say, "Well, we have a slight delay," and I'm like, "Uh, uh." uh. We may have too much fuel on the plane, which <laughs> would make it too heavy for us to land in Boston safely, so we may have to defuel. You know, the fuel. fucked up part is only six pounds too heavy. What? The plane. Because you're fat oh, ass. That's right. Oh, oh, six extra pounds. Okay. Well, I could have dealt with that. Yeah. <laughs> they have those nice hydraulic systems. Anyway, so... I'm like, okay, this is not good. So we wait, we wait. Then 15 minutes later, the, the pilot comes on the thing and goes, well, thankfully, we don't have to defuel. We're just going to fly to lower altitude to burn off some fuel on the way. And uh, So he goes, because you didn't want that. Defueling, he says, takes forever. Uh. <laughs> this is the pilot. But we didn't have to do that. So they... Like throw it out in into the environment. Is no, they don't do that. But they, they just we just burned we burned off some fuel by flying at a lower level. Oh. Now here's what happens: we get up there and they say, "Well, there's some turbulence ahead in a, co- in a few of the states we're going to be going through, so we're going to ask you to keep your seatbelts on." So there was no one allowed to get up and take a leak. No one could get up through this quote turbulence, which by the way, no one felt and it didn't really happen. And the other thing they added to it was no snacks. So you're going three hours, no bathroom, no snacks, and no for me, no TV. I was so pissed. Hold on, you had to sit there for three hours, right? Locked in your seat. Yeah, right, exactly. So now we get to Boston, okay, and we're late because we're forty minutes delayed getting off the runway. We get back to Boston. So what happens then? I have to go wait at the carousel. 25-minute delay to see my single bag that should have been a carry-on. Oh. Then I wait. I finally get the bag. Now I'm walking. Where do I got to go? I got to go find the bus that takes me to the economy lot. So I wait 15 <laughs> more minutes. Then the bus comes. And then they wait for it to fill up. Yeah. Then I get to the thing, and I go, oh, this is, this is awful. So now the, the interference that all that happened put me back an hour, two hours behind when I was supposed to arrive home, right? So, so I, I get into traffic. The Sumner Tunnel's closed. And the Bruins game is just getting out. So I had an extra 45 minutes of the tunnel and through the hall. I said, this really sucks. And it's all because 
of JetBlue. Oh. You know what you should have done is when you landed, just flicked on that light, uh, that lift switch in your car. Yeah, right. Picked up someone while you were there. I don't have a lift switch. Uh, no. So uh, yours is pretty bad. Mine very bad. What? Wait. Oh, it's just one more thing. It's not over. I sent. A, I tweeted out. It's because I'm nasty on Twitter. You know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had a pretty terrible experience with JetBlue yesterday. Oh, At JetBlue. Oh, we don't like we don't. We'd like to DM us and tell us the details. I'm like, okay, they're going to give me a rebate or something. You know, they're going to treat me like a real cut <laughs> yeah. paying customer. We're sorry. So here's what they sent me back as an answer. We understand your frustration, Michael. While we do our best to ensure all flights are on time, it's not always possible due to many circumstances. Your flight was overfueled due to an airport equipment malfunction, so we had to wait until that was resolved. Also, we experienced adverse weather when flying over three states, preventing us from offering our usual in-flight service. Yeah, peanuts and, and chips. Finally... Finally, I put the voice back on. Finally, and about the space available for your carry-on, we have no information available. <laughs> they don't know why they didn't have enough for me to put my carry-on on the thing up above. And, and, and then, she, then the person says, balancing aircraft weight could be a reason. Well, it's a suitcase. It's one suitcase. And that's going to balance, throw the balance of the plane off? If one suitcase could be the one that does it. Yep. <clears throat> All you decisions. everyone on that plane, you selfish prick. That's right. <laughs> All decisions taken today were around the safety of each one of our customers and our crew members. We appreciate your understanding and patience. Marcelo. Signed Marcelo. You know, I got a message from Marcelo. Marcelo, you got class. Thanks for writing back to Mikey. Huh? What do you think of that? Fuck him. (laughs) Okay, Ben, what happened to you? I I left two days before you (laughs) and flight out. All of a sudden they're like, hey, everything's on time. Everything's on time. Oh, no, hold on. We're going to have to update the computers on board. Just take about 20 minutes. It's just like updating your computer at home. Sure. An hour. On whose time? An hour goes by. They finally get back on. And it's like, well, you know, unexpectedly took a lot longer to update the computers. You know, there's wires everywhere. So it's going to take us a few more minutes to clean what, everything wait a up. Wires everywhere? Yeah. That's the part that they just brushed over them. I'm like, nice. what do you mean wires everywhere? When I update my computer at home, there's no wires everywhere. I mean, Smitty knows where every wire in here is plugged into and what. And, it, you know, on a plane, if they make a mistake, yeah, we're dead. Oh, that was so, the ejection button. <laughs> so, so we get on. None of the TVs work. They'll only go to do map mode. JetBlue? Yep. Oh, I like They'll map mode. Only do map mode. So at least there was map mode. So you could just watch the whole time and be like, oh, God. By itself, it's not good, though, map mode. So we get in uh, like an hour and a half late, fine, whatever, not a big deal. On the way back, going fine, everything's on time. We get on the plane, we board, we're seated, we're ready to go. Um, Excuse me, it's going to be a slight delay. Uh, We're going to have to wait for a... Air Force One to take off, and you know we need to give them some clearance. Thank and... you, Mr. President. Ah, oh, Christ! He's not even running for office yet, and he shouldn't. So we're all just on this smelly ass jet blue, jet blue plane for an extra hour. For an extra hour, like uh, let us deboard. Uh, yes, it's and an there's, hour. There's nothing worse because you already got the plane, the long flight ahead of you on that plane with these people, and now you got to sit there longer time with them. It's like it's like. That's when you wish you had, like, you know, tacos the night before and you could just <laughs> blast those seats. I thought you meant have them delivered on the plane while you're waiting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I'd like some tacos. All I got to do is get down past security into the runway and we'll be in business. So, anyway, I think I blame all this on 
believe it or not, Pete Buttigieg. Pete Baggage check. Oh, Pete, Pete Baggage check. Pete, yeah. Because th- think about it now. Since he's been the transportation secretary of the United States, we've had supply dem- supply chain uh, breaks and and you know no no diapers, no baby formula, no uh, no anything. Uh, and we've had um, he spends tra- lot, he spends a lot of time. Uh, what do you call it? Studying highways for their racist quality. Yeah, to make sure that because they had too many white people working on building the highways, highways. and byways. We've had plane delays. Remember the big cancellation departure problem we had over the weekend, and Southwest was like leading the way with yep. uh, all the cancellations. Well, he's the transportation secretary. This has all happened on his watch. The supply chain issues. The the uh, now we got trains on fire. Yeah. Okay, that have hazardous waste blowing up in eastern Pennsylvania, killing all kinds of animals and pets and people yep. uh, because our transportation system, i got to be honest, it's fucked. Hmm. It's completely ruined, and it used to be such a well-oiled machine. I mean, you, there were occasionally delays, especially weather. Not to defend Pete Buttigieg, but I mean— ha- Pete Baggage Check. Yeah, Pete Baggage Check. Um, but isn't that just like decades of us just ignoring shit? Isn't that really what it is? I think that's part of it. I do. I think well, we but got when we had the big supply chain issues, he was off on a two-month uh, uh, maternity leave, paternity, whatever it is, yeah. parental leave uh, with his husband, uh, Ralph, whatever his name is. And they <laughs> – no, what's his, what's his husband's name? He's got, the, got a weird name. I don't know. Like, it's like, it's like a – Go, find out because you know why his husband's is it, name is weird. Is it Chastin? Chastin. Chastin. What does that mean? <laughs> Chastin. What, what is that? <laughs> anyway, with all due respect, he's doing a shitty job. He never should have had the job. Joe Biden owed him a favor, and he got the gig. Mm. How about that other guy, the, the trans guy with the shaved head that's stealing baggage at airports? <laughs> There's another cabinet member. Couldn't Pete Buttigieg have gone to him and say, you know, don't fucking do that. Don't yeah. steal people's baggage. You would think. And yeah. stop wearing that dress. Yeah. Confusing people. And I got nothing against dresses, yeah. okay? But I, I prefer the people to, that wear them to be, ah, that's just me. You know, I don't, what do I know? Anyway, so <laughs> airport hell, right? <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It ain't easy, <laughs> is it? Airport hell. That's a, that's a little. Now we've covered the airport part of the program. What's next, And Mike? so, Smitty, how was your week? My week was fabulous. I, I, in fact, well, I recorded a, a band. <laughs> I recorded a band because yeah. I have a little studio here. and uh, They were a lot of fun. They were? Yep. They're called the Love Dogs. The Love Dogs. The Love Dogs. Right. Not, not the band Did that was here. Did they hump your leg? No, but not the band that was here yesterday that I told you about, which we won't discuss. What was they their name? Red Rocket? That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was a lot of fun. The Love Dogs. They're, I don't know if you're familiar the with them. The Love the Dogs. They are awesome. Soon yep. we'll be coming to Smitty's house. <laughs> the Love Dogs. So I didn't have to deal with any airport. Do they I, need a singer? You world traveler. Well, maybe. <laughs> All right. Now, Okay. What we, is we have so many serious things to talk about. All right, about. go ahead. Oh, no. yeah, let me take my glasses off. When I get serious, off they come. It's getting serious. <coughs> Excuse me. Go ahead. Did you see the Super Bowl? <laughs> I did, 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 did you? You didn't. I saw the first half. I have did not you see watched the, halftime the second show? half. I did. And, With and old what... sniffy crotch Rihanna? <laughs> that was she, interesting, wasn't did it? Did you hear what she did? Yeah, she did. I saw it. She... She, uh, for, you know, do you think the kids of America that don't know what that is mm. are going, why did she do that for? Yeah. My dad slaps me when I do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's like 
Like, first of all, she's pregnant. Well, why do it in the first place? No, NORAD did not shoot her down. Yeah. She's up there on that thing, this giant balloon of a woman with a belly bump or, you know, whatever. And she's singing this song on a platform with a bunch of, like, what were those? Little snowmen? I don't know. But then staring into the camera, like, you know, like with an evil look. I thought on it her was face. symbolizing sperm. Really? Yeah. She was the egg. That was her way of telling everyone she was pregnant. That's Ben. That's so, but it's right so, it's so. That's pretty good. You know, but then, but then you got to explain to the kids what, what? Oh, those are little sperm cells, Johnny. Yep. I mean, what yeah, and they're all competing to eat the egg. <laughs> well, you remember you've heard the joke about Sammy's sperm. I can't really tell it on this podcast. It's go. too dirty. Jeez. It's too. No, I don't I'd like to apologize I'm not for do the it. behavior of the host of the show. <laughs> but remember, remember in the Simpsons they showed his one of his sperm cells, and it was like. <laughs> Swimming sideways it was the only one. It was going real slow. You remember that? It was like <laughs> that was one of the great episodes of uh, The Simpsons. Oh, I, you know, not the yeah, The Simpsons. Uh, when Homer was going down the hill and he's going to crash into the ocean, and he's on this cherry picker thing, and he he's like, it's just about to die, right? He says, "Oh my!" He goes, "I'm not much of a praying man, but if you're listening, please help us, Superman." <laughs> 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 Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Sperm cells? Yes, yeah, sperm cells and uh, sorts of other things, yeah. No, what were we? Oh, Rihanna. She, uh, Rihanna? Is it Rihanna or Rihanna? Rihanna. Both. Is it Pollyanna or Pollyanna? Or Pyalanya? Who is it? Tatiana. Anyway, she's on there, and okay, I don't know her music at all. I don't listen to her. I don't know her, any of her songs or whatever, but I said, okay, she's a talented singer. Mm-hmm. People seem to love her. She's a billionaire. And she's up there doing the thing, but... When you when you reach down and you, you grab your crotch, hmm. and then what did she do? Lick her fingers hmm. afterwards. Right. Well, who does she Sorry. think is watching? Well, I mean, is that okay? Well, apparently that's the message they want to send. It's just great, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Never mind the the uh, uh, thing that happened with the, uh, J- Justin Timberlake and. Oh, that was nothing. That was nothing. No. Oh, more drug malfunction. This what she did this on purpose, and it's gross, mm. don't you think? Yeah, why would I, why would she do it in the first place? But in front of the kids again, of America are watching. It's artistic expression. Oh, but sh- that's just fucked up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't. So the halftime show, and I don't, I don't know her song, Smitty. So I don't care. I mean, what she's singing it doesn't matter mm. to me. All right, so now, <laughs> uh, so I went down. I played golf. One of, the first day I played golf down there with Billy. Guess who I played with also. John Dennis. He d- he made it. He, yeah, you said he, he dro- was going to Yeah, he drove down from Venice. <laughs> Dennis from Venice. Drove all the way down the coast. We played at Tiburon, which is where they had some, they have multiple amazing tournaments. The Chubb tournament's going on there that's uh, a rather, this uh, coming week. That's a rather pricey club, isn't oh, it? Oh, hell yeah. 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 Unbelievable. And I played so badly. Oh. Honestly, I uh, the next day I came in, I, I played the same course. I gave him a fake name. I didn't want them to know that it was me. <laughs> it was terrible. I hacked the shit out of that place. <laughs> so I said, you know what? What is it that I can't swing a golf club like I used to be able to? And my friend Billy says, well, you're kind of fat. Ah. <laughs> but I am. I can't, get the, I can't get the thing back, you know, very far. The club, the, the turn. It's all about the hip turn in golf. Yeah. I t- a beautiful course, and I, and I ruined my opportunity to, you know, when I usually go to any golf course, it doesn't matter if it's a PGA championship course, I always ask up front, so what's the course record here? <laughs> I ask them. Just yeah. out of curiosity. Yeah, because I, want, I like to see the looks on their face when they look at me like, who's this dude, you know? 
Why is he asking that? Yeah. <laughs> and then when I get up on the first tee, if there's people standing around watching, I always look at them, give them a little wink. You guys like golf? Watch this. <laughs> then I get some in the woods or something. <laughs> I like to get a laugh out of people. You know, that's all. Uh, <clears throat> baseball rule changes came uh, across the table. Yep. Now You still watch that sport? No. No. And there. by the way, I, th- I saw a tweet from Sean McAdam, and he said, uh, for the first day of op- the opening of spring training is like today, effectively. One TV station and four beat writers were there. He said last year and the year before that, those numbers were tripled. Mm. Even the writers and the, and, the, and the coverage of the Red Sox has fallen off because no one thinks they're going to be any good mm. after what happened last year. But that's beside the point. The rule changes are this. They had a rule where if you uh, – if it's goes if a regular season game – if it's tied and you go to extra innings, they put a, what's called a ghost runner at second base to start the inning. Now, that's to prevent long, marathon-like games that are scoreless, you know, games that could go to the 18th inning, tied up. That's why they put that runner there, so that someone could, okay, let's end this game. In other words, they're giving the fan the opportunity. They're not giving the, the fan the opportunity to see a real baseball game. They're taking away that opportunity by saying, you know what, we're going to shorten this. Like Little League, they play seven innings, right? Or six. And they want to make sure that, oh, we don't want extra innings. These guys are only making $30 million a year. We don't want them to have to work an extra couple hours playing baseball. So they're going to shorten these games with the ghost runner thing. And I think it sucks because it changes all the statistical purity of the game over mm. 120 years worth of history. Somebody's performance is going to be. Yeah. yeah. And plus you can get, in the old days, you could get like, Seven hits in a game if you win extra innings, you know, and what's the record? You know, uh, you could drive in five runs and then hit a game-winning home run in the 15th inning. And Louis Tiant once pitched a game against Nolan Ryan that went like 14 innings, a 1-1 game, and they both had like 200 pitches each, and no one wanted to give up, or, or you know, to the other guy. Now they're going to say, oh, well, we're going to put a guy in second, you know, to end the – I don't know. What do you think of that rule? I mean, well, they, they used it. I, I don't like it. Uh, it doesn't really solve the ultimate problem, which is shortening the time of the games. Right. I mean, it doesn't really do anything. And how often do not that many games go into extra innings? And when they do, they're inherently more exciting. So you didn't really need to add this for the excitement yeah. factor right. of it. And you didn't actually address the problem, which is the fact that a nine-inning game still takes fucking three hours and 20 minutes. But, you know, if you're the guy that's in the – and they don't do this anymore, the complete game mode, you know, you, you pitch to the, to the 10th inning, it goes to extra innings, and then they put a guy in second base, and you've had a great game, maybe even a no-hitter. I mean, you could conceivably have a no-hitter in the 10th inning, they put a guy on second, and then a wild pitch, you know, and an error Changes can everything. lose the game for you with a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like it. And the other rule they changed was the uh, – Letting the position players pitch. Now, if you're, because sometimes the game's a blowout and your pitching staff is already used up and they put in a, a third baseman to throw an inning just to get him through. Well, now it has to be, can't be before the, the eighth inning, I don't believe. Uh, and, and you have to, the team has to be ahead by 10 runs to allow you to put in a, a, a position player. Like nine's not enough. <laughs> you know, oh, we're down nine nothing, you know, and our pitching staff is beat. Yeah, any time a position player came in, it was actually fun. That's actually yeah. a fun and, thing. And a lot of them liked it because they were – maybe they used to pitch when they were, like, in high school or college. Yeah, Boggs or, would come in and throw knuckleballs. Yeah, right. Ichiro at, like, 42 would come in and throw, like, 88 miles Ken an Seiko hour. Ken would come in and ruin his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? 
a moron that guy is. Couldn't have happened to a bigger piece of shit. Anyway, so they, baseball rules, they keep changing and dicking around with the, the great game of baseball. When the real problem is, as Ben said, 100% right, length of the game, it's the commercial breaks, it's the dicking around, the pitchers that getting their camera time, the batters stepping out of the box. You know, Ted Williams, greatest hitter that ever lived, when he got in the batter's box, he stayed there. Mm. He knew what he was doing. He didn't just get out. You know, maybe if a bug flew up his nose or something, he'd get out. man, baseball. But seriously. (laughs) He just put the bat on his shoulder and waited for the guy to be ready for the next pitch. Now, the great game of baseball, looking back on all that you know about baseball, what would you say was the greatest year for baseball based on the Mike Adams criteria? Oh, well, either there was two more than than one. All right. How about era? Oh, era. Yeah. Well, I loved this. I mean, obviously, that was when I had my... My most, you know, baseball exposure was the 60s. Mm-hmm. And there were some great players. Mickey Mantle and Hank Aaron and Roberto Clemente and Sandy Kofa. They had such great players. There were only 10 teams in each league. So you could actually – and they never got traded. So if you had a guy – if you liked the, uh, the the San Francisco Giants, you know, you had Mays and McCovey and you had uh, Hal Lanier. Well, I thought I'd mention him. You know, you had uh, Juan Marichal. They didn't change uniforms like they do now. I hate the fact that you can't build up a, a loyalty to a team a, a now team, based on the yeah. personnel. A team that's well coached and they all get to know each other and play like a, like a band of uh, of musicians. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I have a Twitter account. You guys, I know that Ben's just recently rejoined Twitter. Good going, Ben. <laughs> he says he picks up a lot of chicks that way. Baby chickens. Baby chickens. Right. And he's yeah. going to out of control. He's going to yeah. have a farm. They're vaccinating the chickens I now. told you why it's bad to be an egg, right? Why is that, Mike? Oh, I told you this. Already. You only get laid once. You only get hard once. Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wait. Hold on. You only get hard once. Yeah. You only get laid once. Yeah. And the only thing that ever sits on your face is your mother. Oh. And you have to come, <laughs> come in a box with 11 other guys. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, the egg thing. By the way, I have a perfect yard for raising chickens. Once my dog dies someday, <laughs> he's, he's ten and a half. You sound a little too excited no, about no, that. I know, but Hold you on. can't have the dog eating the chicken. Yeah. I've seen this yard. Yeah. yeah. You, I got a fenced-in area, and I'm going to have chickens. I am. It's going to be unbelievable. And I'm going to sell eggs. And I'm going to tell the guy, I'm letting. I'm letting you buy my eggs. For, I'm letting you. Omelette. And so go, it's over, e- over okay. easy. Do you get the yolk of that? When you got your chickens out in the yard, what's going to prevent a hawk from coming down there and getting one? My gun. Oh. <laughs> okay. aren't, aren't hawks an endangered species protected? Yeah, so are woodpeckers. Yeah, if they peck a hole in your house, you can't get rid of the damn thing. Did you know that? No. You just yeah. got to burn the house down. Can't shoot them, can't do anything. You know who had a woodpecker? Uh, Pinocchio. Um, I have a, I got a thing here that you know. So the Twitter account it's at, it's at, at Planet Mikey, and, and I'd like to get more followers on at Planet Mikey because I'm, I'm going to start using that more. The at Mikey Adams four twenty one. I take a lot of abuse. You do, well, that and I give it out too. And I blo- I must have blocked thirty people in the last month. First, I tell them they say something to me because you know they think I'm this hardcore Trumper, and I'm not. I'm just a centri- I'm a centrist libertarian who leans a little to the right. Hmm. But they come after me when I say, "Oh, yeah, you're Trump, you guy Trump." You look, and that's because you're not allowed to say anything nice about him. You know what I say yeah. to them though? Yeah. I always say, "GFY." You know what that stands for? What's that? Not good for you. <laughs> Do you know Ben? No. GFY. Go find Yen. Go find you. Yeah. Sometimes I put go F- G F Y 
M, which is like, you know, adding your mother to the conversation. Well, MF. And then I block them yeah. because I don't want to listen to this shit. I don't need to. They, they, they think they keep coming after me. You know, they can't. I block them just like Mutt did to me three years ago. <laughs> um, so anyway, I got this tweet from this guy. Yeah. This is, all right. Hey, this is it right here. Here it is. What guy is this? This guy right here. By the way, we, I have a commercial I got to do in a minute here. Right. It's really important. Mm-hmm. He's looking at his papers now. No, I got to make sure I get these. I want to make sure I get the addresses right. Yep. Yeah. So the, uh, so the guy tweets me. His name is I don't. I think it's a fake account. I don't know. It's Hank Kravitz DDS. Hank. He's a dentist. Oh. I can't. I can't find the camera. I don't need. You know. I don't really need it because I know exactly what I'm going to say. But um, so Hank Kravitz. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm very discombobulated. That, that's good. I, I, David Bowie, uh, I, I, Representative Swalwell. Okay, let's pull some more names, drop them oh, in the head. Go ahead. Eric Swalwell, you know, he's an asshole. Well, so he tweets out, does anyone have uh, George Santos's playlist for the halftime show? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I write, yeah, he's going to do David Bowie's China Girl and dedicate it to your sorry ass. That's uh, what I wrote to Swalwell. Because, you, yep. you know, he was dating that Chinese spy, mm-hmm. Fang Fang. Fang Fang. So I said, you know, okay, take a shot at Swalwell. Everybody knows he dated a Chinese spy, mm-hmm. right, uh, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Representative, Representative Swalwell gets it. You know, a lot of people reacted to that. I got a shitload of responses mm-hmm. to that. Yep. So then this guy, two days later... Hank Kravitz, DDS. What a douche. He goes on. He goes, "Uh uh-oh, Representative Swalwell triggered a dummy. Uh, Oh, no. Did he call me a dummy? Oh, that hurts. He calls him representative. Yes. So he's like, so so I write back to him. Who does he represent? I said, I wrote to Dr. Hank Kravitz. Is that the best you can do, Dr. Drildo? He's a dentist, you know, Drildo. Glad you're not my dentist. So he, he writes, Mikey, do you know that it's obvious that you're an alcoholic? <laughs> not being funny. It's actually obvious from your face, your nose, and the strange way you react so strongly to tweets. Well, my nose, there's nothing I can do about it. I've been broken nine he's playing times. A little it's not from alcohol. He's doing a psyop on you right now. You should look for a meeting, you know, because I'm an alcoholic, near you. Good luck. So I write back, haven't had a drop of alcohol since 2015. So who's the dummy? (laughs) Go back to overcharging patients, Doc. And here's a free crown for you. And I had a picture of a guy, a a new little cartoon character mooning, and he's got a crown on his head, like like a a king's crown. And then he comes back later. Oh, this is is obviously a fake account. You know, just whatever. GFY. (laughs) <laughs> ah, there you go. You know, and uh, and by the way, G F T H Y R I, go the horse you rode in on is what I was getting at. Okay. Anyway, so these, so these tweet people, they can be really, really nasty. Oh, they can, yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not going to bother with any of them anymore. I got more important things to do, like this podcast, for yeah. example. Good. How'd you guys like to play a little game? 
We have a game. How dare Yeah, Ben, now did you win How Much Do You Know? Or did it, was it Smitty won it? It was me. I won it. Smith won it. Smitty won. Oh, but first, Probably a word not. about I my... I usually beat him, but... <clears throat> a word about my friend Jason Russo, oh, who joined first, us last week. Yeah. He joined us last week for the podcast, and we gave him a... Well, you weren't here, Ben. We gave him a, a mechanics quiz, and he passed it with flying colors. Did a great job. Great guy, one of our sponsors. Uh, Pro Automotive... Uh, and Pro Automotive MA is their website, ProAutomotiveMA.com. Uh, three locations, two of them in Webster, one of them in Dudley. Dudley do right of the Mounties. And uh, they are, without question, the greatest group of certified mechanics uh, that, that I've ever found in now, my these long are, history. These are ASE certified. That's exactly right. And they're very knowledgeable. Three locations. You make an appointment. We call Morgan uh, at, uh, at uh, Pro Automotive. And she will line you up on the appointment at one of the three locations, and ta- they take care of business. They're honest, they're fair, they're quick, they're professional, they're great. And you know, not everybody has a new car, and these guys specialize on working on older model cars well, as well. They did. They they took care of my car, and as as you heard J- Jason Russo say, my black car, which is parked right out in front of our studios here, yep, it's cherry. He did it's, say that. It's cherry. Cream right? puff. Yep. It is a. I got. A, I picked up a guy today. He gets in. He goes. Is this a Mar- Grand Marquis? I said you can call him Marquis Mark. <laughs> it's, it's not only a Grand Marquis. It's the damn nicest 2008 you've ever seen. Wow. So anyway, Pro Automotive, uh, MA dot com, the website. Call, call him. Tell him Mikey sent you, and enjoy the perfect professional service that you get from those guys. How much do you know? What do you mean? How much do you know? Ben, Take five that- minutes. Tell us everything you know. All right. Well, in <laughs> That's the beginning. <laughs> All right, Smitty. Yeah. These are animal questions. Oh. We like to, to go with the back to animals. <clears throat> As Gutfeld says, animals are great. Animals are great. How many pounds? Oh, this is multiple choice. Oh, God. Who wants to go first? Math. <laughs> How many pounds of bamboo does a panda eat per day? Is it A? 10 pounds, B, 20 pounds, C, 30 pounds. 10 pounds. 20 pounds. It's 30. Holy crap. You know why? Well, if you combine our answers, yeah. we were right. <laughs> but you know why 30 pounds? Uh, bamboo doesn't, there's no real, you have to eat a lot of it to get any value out of it. And, and that's all they eat. It's like celery. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And that's all they eat. So he, a, bear, a poor little panda has to sit there and eat 30 pounds worth of that shit every single day just to survive. We wonder why there's so few of them. Hmm. Plus, have you ever seen a panda being born? It's like a, the mother spits out, it's like a BB gun. Pew! And the thing comes out. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a little dinky. It's really small. Like a baby panda is like, you know, four inches long or something like that. And then she licks the thing till it responds, <laughs> which is good in some cases. Yeah. And uh, these, that's why there's not that many pandas. Plus, if they have them, they're in China. And we all we get from China is balloons. Mm. Right? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the line moving. I'm ready for the next question. All right. Which is... <laughs> this is the dumbest, weirdest... Which is not a basic difference between porpoises and dolphins? Which is not a difference? Snout length, head shape, tooth shape, or diet? Diet. Tooth shape. It's diet. How about that? One thing that, <laughs> one thing that pigs don't do. 
Okay? Yep. Step in their own shit. Sweat. Walk backwards. They don't walk backwards. Sweat. Oh, yeah, they don't they sweat. They don't. That's right. Then there's right. the expression yeah, is, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sweating like a pig. Stupid. Why did I say I, that? I, I'm, yeah, you, I'm sweating like a pig over here. They don't sweat. That's the weird thing about it. Or you could say it, I'm schwitzing like a chazer over here. <laughs> Oi, vey, I'm schwitzing. I'm schwitzing like a chazer. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's our little game. That's the end of the game. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. See any yeah, reason? It sucked. Uh, that, that was terrible. What was wrong with it? So, uh, it oh, because you lost. The questions. The fact that I lost. You know, how much do you know? Is that the what host, they, is that the name of that question? The name. Tell us what you know. <laughs> the topics. No, it's yeah. What, how, how much do you know? The Jeez. fact that it was multiple. We can choice. rename the contest. So, I mean, I could. I think you should rename it right now. I'll put some other animals in there if it'll make it break up the monotony. Mm, go ahead. I think that uh, <laughs> I want to promote two things. First of all, yes. we have the uh, the other podcast, which is called, what has it been? 15 Minutes of Shame. 15 Minutes of Shame. Yep. Uh, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Let's let's give special shout-outs to who we love. I love Christine. Oh, yeah. I've got, got her some flowers today. Yep. How about you, Ben? I love Liz. I love Lori. We just love them all, don't we? But are we, uh, like the three of us, think of all the people you know that aren't as happy as we are. Well, we, we're lucky, you yeah, know. We are. I'm lucky my wife's nearsighted. I, I admit it. <laughs> it helps me a lot. Because yeah. otherwise, no dice. She's lucky, too. She's She is? <laughs> well, she doesn't have to look at you. Well, you yeah. know, plus I give her $14,000 a month. Well. <laughs> oh, wait, that's my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Thanks for joining us. We're going to have a guest next week, and she's going to be female, and she's going to be lovely. Hey, also, the speakpipe.com slash Podcast. That's where everybody should go. It's free. Speakpipe.com slash Podcast, And you may actually wind up with your comment on the uh, podcast so you can give it to the host. That's right. And the more the merrier when it comes to that. And we don't care what you say. You could say, you know, you could call, uh, you could go to SpeakPipe. What is it? SpeakPipe.com. I can't speak. You think I'd commit this to memory? You could go on there and say, you know, Mikey, your your podcast sucks and you're an asshole. And we'll we'll use it. SpeakPipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. Right. There you go. Uh, Damn it. Yeah, and it's it's that simple. But in honor of the day of Valentine's Day, uh, we have Joe and Jerry coming in with a special love-filled song uh, for the occasion. Are you ready? I'm ready, Joe. Of course, this was from the movie. I don't know if you saw it, Back to the Future. I saw it, but I thought it was Back to the Future. <laughs> I don't read well, Joe. Here we go, Joe. The power of love is a curious thing. It makes one man weep, makes another man sing. Change a heart to a little white dove. More than a feeling, that's the power of love. You did all right on that, Joe. Now my turn. Tougher than diamonds, whips like cream. Stronger and harder than a bad girl's dream. Oh, boy. Make a bad one good and make a a wrong one right. The power of love, Joe, will keep you home at night. Don't need money. Don't need fame. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. 
It's strong and it's sudden and it's cruel sometimes. But it might just save your life, Joe. That's the power of love! That's the power of love. The first time you feel it, it might make you sad. The next time you feel it, it might just make you mad. But you'll be glad, baby, when you've, when you've found that that's the power that makes the world go around, Joe. Don't take money. Don't take fame. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. It's strong and it's sudden and it's cruel sometimes. But it might just save your life.